This episode is sponsored by James Ross. Thank you very much for your contribution. From the Dead Workers Party, a podcast about all things Minecraft. Enjoy your stay in the shaft. Blah, blah. The shaft, episode five, recorded on October 30th, 2010. <laughs> I'm Brent Copeland. <laughs> I'm Eric Fullerton. <laughs> And welcome to the show. <laughs> Are we talking like this the whole show? <laughs> yes, uh, it is indeed our Halloween episode. Blah, as, blah. If you, as if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Once again, one more time, we don't have Wes Wilson this week. Instead, we got this furry guy. Hey, Chewie. So, how you doing, Chewie? <laughs> okay, great. All right. Great so, uh, costume. Is yeah. that Han Solo you're going as this year? Oh, it is. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get into this thing. It is our journeys, and uh, this week we've been doing a lot of stuff in the game of Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, I worked on a McDonald's. I figured uh, there's a McDonald's everywhere on Earth, so why not in the Shaftlands? Are you, so, and you have like a Starbucks across the street from it. You know, I almost did a Starbucks, but I did McDonald's instead, just because it's more iconic, and you know, I wanted to do the drive-through and stuff. <laughs> uh, so it's pretty cool. Uh, there's like a little downtown section kind of evolving. Uh, so I found a, a cool um, skyscraper that Samka made on the server, and then I just kind of built next to it. A McDonald's, and then and then someone else built a or Archer, I think he built a cinema, uh, which is actually pretty cool. It's got a popcorn machine inside. Oh, very cool. Where's all this popping up at? Um, uh, uh, let's see. What is it near? Um, I would look for a very uh, commercial office-looking skyscraper. So is this in Tortuga? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. in Tortuga. Yeah. So. And then we had a, a fun little trip. Uh, we uh, we had some. Well, we had some griefing going on, so we were kind of walking around looking for some fires, and then we discovered an an, uh, an entire village that uh, one person, Maddie Friend, on the server had created for people to build, and he had all these lots all all constructed, you know, for for people just to come and come and build. And I I don't know that he told anybody because me and and maybe ten other people i mean there was a big crowd of us we're all walking and we find this path and we're like where does this go it's nicely paved so we keep walking and walking and walking it was a long way and over the hill is this big area and uh anyway i showed you later on yeah and it's really cool so uh right now i think we're just calling it matt's town uh but uh so that's kind of the next little colonization that's gonna occur it's actually the first uh i guess uh, uh real warp like we're we're starting to do some warps yeah. that are official warps, and they get a, a nice little obsidian uh, landing pad, yeah. uh, and it tells you what the warp is. So if you wander onto the spot in the wild, you can know, hey, I can just warp back to this spot now. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so there was that, and uh, I met so many new people coming aboard. I think uh, we we got linked from uh, crafthub.com dot com. Yeah. Or dot net. 
and uh, they they sent a lot of traffic our way, and there was just like a big flood of people wanting wanting on the server, and just a lot of really cool people. So, uh, so what up? A lot of Egyptian craziness going on, of course. You know, I keep talking about Egypt, and a lot of people actually come to the server, going, "I heard all this stuff about Egypt. How do I get there?" And we tell them how to get there. Wow, this is really cool, and uh, you know, it's all man-made sand. So now, you know, you see these biomes where there's sand already but but honestly after checking out this new patch we'll get into this a little later but you know there's sandy areas there's deserts but nothing as vast as egypt so it still stands out you know it's still like wow look at all the sand other than oh okay it's just a biome of sand big deal and you put a couple of obelisks and and uh, and crap laying around but anyway so it's it's still pretty cool oh and the last thing about egypt is uh Mint condition and some others on on our server created a stargate a huge round stargate with uh it's it's lined inside with water so it's like this blue you know that you step into anyway so if you warp to egypt you're stepping out of this huge stargate it's really cool it's a, it's a really cool way to to enter egypt uh so anyway uh what what you been up to uh, I, I actually, when we went on that jaunt to uh, Matchtown um, that my friend made, I decided to make a little house over there. Uh, and so I, I'm doing like a little hobbit home in, in just in the side of the hill. Um, besides that, I've been doing a lot more of kind of, um, I don't know, just maintenance, trying to get people added to the servers. They they uh, sign up. We, we have a sign up now in our forums, so we get you to you agree to some rules. Uh, which apparently not everybody's following once they agree to them. So we're we're trying to track down the griefers and uh, get some stuff added to the server to deal with that stuff in the future. Uh, uh, Minecraft.com with a Y has been, uh, and Punk has been a great help with that. Uh, every time I send them a support request, it's like answered almost immediately. So that uh, helps a lot uh, when you're worried about something and, and people giving you grief. Uh, that you'll you'll get help pretty fast. So we got the yeah. logs, and we're going to check those, figure out who did it, and get them uh, smacked with the old ban hammer. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I saw, I guess John Maz has started a cloud city uh, with some folks. Oh, it's amazing. And I went up there because someone was talking about it. I guess uh, Boom was on the server, and uh, it, it looks great, and there's a ton of people up there working. I mean, there's like eight people up there doing stuff, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. Uh, so I decided to uh, go ahead and make it an official portal for them. So that's Nimbus, I believe, is yeah. the current name. It may change once I talk to John since it, uh, we're kind of doing it. Whoever starts the creation of the area, they're going to get to name it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's kind of cool. So if you come up with a cool concept for an area, uh, we'll uh, let you name it as well. So. Did you see his storm cloud? No. He built a storm cloud next to Nimbus. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, there's rain coming down, and there's a big lightning bolt that's made <laughs> with uh, gold blocks. Yeah. It's coming down all jagged, and then it kind of um, divides and spreads out and hits the ground. And where it hits the ground, there's big craters and yeah. uh, a couple of logs and trees on fire. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really neat. So, uh, uh, and, and the other stuff I've seen uh, this week so far is like uh, uh, McKinley Zane's a uh, big giant cow or bull. Oh, the big One cow. Now, did he? Did he? She? I don't know if that's a he or she. It's but a he. Did Did he make that like with with just a template and or is, did he use some program to? I have no idea. Because I I believe there's like a program you can use right that'll like basically place the blocks for you or whatever. Like you yeah. kind of input some pattern and then it'll do it for you. 
I or is that just a private like a personal I don't know I mean unless there's some way to like hack you know and do something I mean you're talking about importing an object not really importing but actually like where it's doing the movement for you and you just keep the blocks in your inventory and it sits there and goes boom 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 and does it where it needs to oh I have no idea but that sounds crazy Uh, and I may just be making that up because I like to make up stuff but uh, (laughs) you know whatever it sounds pretty sweet doesn't it sound cool someone's gonna go make it now yeah uh, so yeah, and I checked out Epcot, uh, for the first time. That was a, a pretty cool, uh, sphere. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, after the griefing, we thought we were going to roll back our server and, uh, uh, got to see a big giant, pe- giant, giant penis on our server. <laughs> it was, it was, I've got to say one of the best, uh, blocky penises I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So, uh, um, but we did tear it down because, you know, it was supposed to be just temporary until it got rolled back. So. Yeah. Well, we decided, uh, cause people jumped on rebuilding after all the griefing, which is really cool to see kind of the community coming together. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, anyway, so. Um, that's about it for this week. Uh, my son now he's, I got him an account and he's been playing and he absolutely loves the game. He's nine and he's already built himself a little house and, and uh oh what else did he oh he figured out how to build ladders by himself which was i thought pretty cool yeah, that's cool he's uh, 10 9 oh nine, nine, nine yeah, yeah. that's uh, cool so yeah uh, uh i've been showing him some things and he's been showing me some things so it's it's really cool how how old is your daughter she's 4 is and, that too young for minecraft probably so right well uh, she'll sit there and watch i you know i really don't she's too young that I don't really want her on like an online game so much. Right. I mean, it, it's not that bad because she can't read. I mean, <laughs> Jacob can read, so he can right. see some of the stuff in chat. And yeah. Sometimes I gotta watch what I'd say now when he's on. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, uh, so yeah. What's okay. next? This is next. Excavation station. All right. So, uh, you know, a couple of little things that we are. Wishing the game had. Uh, and let's see. We'll start off with you. What would you like to add to the game? I, I want some constru- construction tools, uh, mainly like scaffolding. You know, like, so instead of having to, you know, build my little dirt tower or my sand tower up and then do something, I want something that's, that I build. Like, I'll build, I'll build the scaffolding, but then let me move it around. Like, almost like doing, like, a shift backward walk or something like that, but where it's built into this piece, so I just, it keeps me attached to whatever structure I'm on, and I can just keep going around without falling. Yeah. Uh, and move up, down, side to side, that sort like of stuff. A, like a window washer or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So, That'd be uh, nice. And, and then another one kind of on the same lines was a bulldozer. Like, so say I build a big tower, like, maybe we could build as a community a bulldozer. Uh, to like, and how it would work is kind of like how when you put a torch under a line of sand and then take out the block and it kills it all. Right. Well, now, kind of that, where like you would hit like a wall with a bulldozer and anything above those blocks you hit would fall as well. So you could take down big structures real fast. Ah, okay. Did Maybe you, it could you, only uh, be driven by an admin or something. But <laughs> <laughs> did you know about the the gravel uh, trick? Yeah, yeah, you can do it with sand or gravel, where you put the torch underneath it, yeah, and then take out the block, and it kills it all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically it. Is uh, you have to see. I was doing it wrong at first. I would take out the torch, and then that doesn't do anything. So you basically you put a torch down, you build your your giant tower of gravel above it, you know, and then uh, and then you jump down and take down that uh, 
you know, smash the lowest block, and then the entire thing comes down. So there's no, you know, lowering it and, and sitting there and smashing brick after brick after brick, you know. That's a really cool trick. I didn't know. I saw Mint Condition uh, doing that this week. So I was like, well, yeah, man. And, and that's what I – it's uh, good to use even when you're mining, too, and you come across some gravel. You can start clearing it out that way, and you can clear out just, like, you know, that area real fast that had the gravel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of having to, you know, shovel, 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 That's shovel. true. So that's a pretty cool little tip. And I, I think I said sand, too. I ignore that. I think that's a lie. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I, sand works. I told you no. I like to lie a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh, this is this is kind of something neat. I thought I would do uh, this. I, I would like. I would love to see some lore. <laughs> so you're making it up yourself? Yeah. Just decide. I'm putting my foot down. I'm gonna declare some uh, some lore here for Minecraft. You know, and this isn't the be all. You know, the end all. Whatever. Um, this is just you know just an idea of what I had of the story behind. You know the the lore. You know behind uh, Minecraft. So and this is kind of for the single player. Yeah. Like, I feel like on the multiplayer, you kind of make your own story. With yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know there's lore coming up, and we'll probably, you know, f- uh, dream up new, uh, you know, consider this an audio fanfic, if you will. So, so close your eyes, unless you're driving or um, performing surgery on someone. But, you know, I got to say, if you're cutting somebody open right now, listening to the shaft, that's awesome. There once was a land created entirely of cubes. Much like the Big Bang, this world began as only one single block. Over five billion years of evolution, this world began to take shape. During a war that lasted three generations, Minor Jones of the Blocksmith Bloodline commanded the largest army the world had ever known. The Battle Over Minerals. The scarcity of iron, gold, diamonds, the very gems buried deep in the core of the planet drove the greed that fueled the war. It was the decisions and leadership of one man who endured the war, Major General Minor Jones Blocksmith III. The war ended in victory for Minor Jones and his men. Freedom was returned to the people. Freedom to reshape the world. The freedom to dig. Returning home after the war, Minor Jones learns of the fate of his family. His entire village burned to the ground. Mourning the loss, he became a hermit. A vagabond roaming the land, equipped with a pickaxe and more cubes than he can dig in a lifetime. And that's how it all went down. It's very, very, dramatic. very cool. Yeah. All right, then. So, uh, learn something new every day. You do. And uh, let's see, what were we doing again? Oh, yeah, we're still in excavation station. <laughs> Uh, let's see. And we have, uh, we have another one. We have actually a couple, uh, of these. Uh, this one came from Johnny Napalm. You added this, right? Yeah. And, and this was just kind of, um, paraphrasing what he, he was saying. We were talking okay. to him, basically we were talking about dealing with, uh, the griefers and stuff. And, uh, uh, he came up with this, uh, thinking that if each, basically if each new block in place 
attached like the user's ID to it. Oh. So then you could go back and if, you know, someone came and, you know, added something, you would be able to know. Or, if, you know, someone subtracted a block, uh, it would tie their name to that spot or something like that. So oh, okay. basically you would have a nice log. And, and maybe uh, uh, there's already log for that. I haven't looked at the log yet, so I'll, yeah. I'll get to see what's actually in there. Yeah, I could see people creating uh, apps that could interact with that log, you know, creating graphs and, and things like that, maps and whatever. So, yeah, and you could have like, like all these heat stats, map. right? You could see like a heat map and see who's been creating where. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. And then do like some HL stats, but for like, uh, you know, so and so mine this many blocks of this. Yeah. yeah. Blocks of this, you know. Hmm. You're like, holy crap, you, you farmed, you know, like 5,000 obsidian blocks. You're crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got uh, some audio, finally. Uh, and this comes from Mr. Eagle. Hello, guys. This is Eagle calling in with a suggestion for excavation station. And I thought it would be cool if we were able to attach a sensor or something of that nature to your buildings. And it let you, just like a website counter, see how many people have been in the vicinity of your things and maybe even the names of the people who've been around and they're and have therefore seen your things uh, I thought it'd be cool what do you guys think and one more thing if I can throw back an old joke I can't help but notice that what's up my diggers takes on a whole new meaning in this game sweet nice is he jogging like sounds like he's out of breath in that one I'm not sure what's going on there Eagle uh, let's mm. see. So sensors That'd around cool. areas that kind of goes along with like say uh, location red aware dust and stuff like where you could make yeah. a whatever sensor he's talking about and then ro- roll the red dust out in whatever area that you want to be monitored. Then you can do some cool things like okay, someone steps into that area, maybe it could set off an alarm or turn on a light or oh, you know yeah. like now you're you're talking about some like security, right? Like motion detectors or laser yeah. laser tripwires. Basically, and you can now it's a game of like trying to like like if you could build the tools in game to catch griefers. Right? Yeah. How cool would that be? Like where you don't have to worry about logs or anything. You just caught them and you brought the Minecraft police down on them and they put them in the you know the ad adminium jail and and they're there to rot forever. I can't wait to find out who did Actually, that. Actually, that's kind of cool because um, that's bringing it that's bringing griefing into the game. It's now part of the game. Like yeah. like uh, you know SimCity, they have natural disasters that destroy your towns and you have to go back and rebuild them that's not griefing that's that's a game mechanic right so now you're bringing in the fact that someone griefs your stuff that's that's a game mechanic because there's ways to catch it and deal with them and that's kind of cool i like it yeah and let's just say if that happens on our server the way we deal with it is we ban you for life from every single community we ever have in the future (laughs) and then we we send a jar of pee to your home address delicious isn't it? Unless they're into that sort of thing. And the thing is, we won't use enough postage, so you'll have to give the postman a few extra cents <laughs> to get that package, and then you'll open it up, and it'll be a jar of pee. Ha, ha, ha. Yummy. Funny on you. And here's another one. This is from Bacon. Hello, The Shaft. This is Bacon. One thing that I'd like to see with Minecraft is uh, an updated creative mode. Alpha is fun and all, but it would be nice to be able to play in creative mode with all the new features. I'm sure once Minecraft is released, we'll get an update to creative mode, but for the time being, it'd be nice to at least have infinite maps on it. It'd also be great to have creative mode in the Minecraft launcher, just for convenience. 
Well, I'll see you guys later, and good luck with the podcast. I guess I'm not a huge creative mode fan. Um, most times if I see a video or, or a screenshot, I'll, I immediately look down at the HUD and see if it's creative mode. Because you always see, you know, like blue blocks and orange and all the different colors and stuff. And I'm like, well, they just kind of sat there and built it, you know, like they didn't they didn't really play the game. I mean, it, it's still impressive if you use the, the tools to build something in game, but it's... I don't know. It's just so far removed from the rest of the game that I just kind of consider it a whole separate game. That's yeah. harsh, man. You know? There's a bunch of people that love creative Well, mode I, know. I didn't just... say it sucks or anything. I'm just saying, you know, my opinion is that... Eric's sending you all a jar of pee. <laughs> Wait for it. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm just not into it. I, I'd rather build it... Personally, I'd rather build it on a multiplayer server so people are there and they know that you built it and, and people can help and, and people can can coexist around your structure you know it's not like you've walled yourself off and you've created this thing and all you can do is share screenshots you know right right and we're kind of dealing that as a as a server right now is like how creative mode do we want to make the server do we want to be spawning blocks for people do we want to be letting people use tnt water lava blah 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 uh and and that's it's a hard one to to answer because some people do like to be able to just make those things but it's like i know when i was first playing on the server before i was an admin like back when flonk was hosting it it was a completely different game because i had to mine every single block for every single thing i did and when i go back to that house and i look at it and i'm like there's a lot of uh, obsidian in here you know and like i even had like a uh uh gold block in there you know and mm-hmm. and the fireplace you know and all this stuff that now it like you know i could make it in five seconds with you know commands and so it's like i always look back at that house is like probably one of my favorite things just because uh, you know it was you know virtual sweat and tears yeah uh, yeah same with me like fort nailhead was the first thing i did and i look back and go i'm like wow that massive structure was all like mined out and everything and nowadays like i you know made a mcdonald's like in an afternoon and i i had to spawn some uh sponge material Uh for because it's yellow for the mcdonald's sign you know and i'm like you know it's no big deal okay next you know i go to the next thing (laughs) so we are i mean i guess it is kind of hypocritical to say you know the things i said about creative mode when we're kind of treating our multiplayer like creative mode but you know i don't know what can i say Someone in the uh, chat, Alton Toth, is saying that uh, he thinks that Notch said that the creative mode was going away. So I don't know if that's true or not. It may just be that he's not going to uh, tie it into the UI uh, when you download it and you have to download a separate thing to get to it or something. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I-, I could see him phasing it out just because it's so separate and so weird. And does he want to have to add in all this functionality to it every time? It may be easy, but it may not be, and it may just be like, Psh, I'm going to get the one, you know, I'm going to update the one that people are paying me for. Yeah. Uh, something like that. True. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? And let's see, it looks like we have one last one for Excavation Station from XCOM 101. He says, I was thinking about what features would be great Mineshaft. Then after getting sidetracked watching more of CNanner's Minecraft videos, I saw the one where he rode a pig around that got me thinking. Wouldn't it be great to actually control the where the pig goes? Uh, and then he proposes a leather strap uh, and then a bridle 
and putting the two together, you can control the pig. I agree. I think that you should be able to control the pig. I think, I mean, that that's a mount. It's basically a car at that point, right? Yeah, well, let's, let's take it one step further. Maybe you can't control the pig because the pig's stupid, even though, you know, we all know that pigs are more intelligent than dogs or something, but dogs are stupid too, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what if you got a horse? Because horses are really smart, or at least you can train them. Maybe that's what you can ride around, and you can control a horse, but you can't control the pig. A horse, of uh, course, of course. You know, and then a car, and then a boat. You know, uh, and then a plane and a space shuttle. You know, I think I think a dolphin would be way cooler to ride than a boat. Oh yeah, maybe like a sea turtle. How about a lava bunny? A lava bunny? Yeah, and go fly around the lava on a lava bunny. Okay, sold. <laughs> lava bunny. Let's get those suckers in there. Uh, very cool. All right, on to the news from the Minecraft Daily news and updates. And this week, Halloween Update is live. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to play. You've gotten some time in there already. I got a little bit of time. I got to say, this it's pretty cool, but, you know, I don't really feel very comfortable talking about a lot of it because, honestly, only a few hours ago before we recorded this today, it was released. Um, And luckily, we got it before Halloween because in Sweden time, it was Halloween, but over here in the U.S., uh, it wasn't, you know, so we got it in the afternoon. We got it around 3 p.m. or something. So did you get to make a pumpkin? No. No. Okay, (laughs) well, maybe we shouldn't uh, talk too much about it. (laughs) Well, uh, basically all I did was I created a portal, and I walked through the portal, and I'm in the nether, and it was really cool. I saw two new brick types, block types, whatever. One was uh, luminescent, and uh, the other one wasn't, so I mined both of them. I went back through the portal, hoping I would come back to my home, but I didn't. I came, you know, I I uh, went forward, you know, just like it was designed to do. Right. So I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And luckily, I emptied my inventory completely before going through the portal, because I didn't know if I was going to die, you know, and I don't want to lose all my stuff. Right. So, so uh, anyway, so coming out of the portal, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, okay, this is great. Uh, let me go back home. <laughs> so I go back through the portal. Now I'm back in the nether where I just left off. So I'm like, uh, so I tried to enter it the opposite way, like the other way. And there I am back in the wilderness again. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck. So I committed suicide and respawned back at home. So I'm, okay. So if you go in a gate and out that same gate, you come out at a different spot. Yeah. Right now you do. I don't know if this is getting fixed. I don't know if this is intentional. Because I, you know, how I originally heard it explained or either saw a PC gamer or the indie gamer. Uh, site so they got the early thing i thought you had to make another portal to go out to go out a different space i would assume like yeah you know the portal would be the same in and out that single portal but then you had to build another one to come yeah that's exactly what i thought uh but currently right now it sounds like it's not that way or you forgot where you put the original portal which could happen come on this is eric (laughs) so yeah it's it's a little confusing we'll figure this thing out you know we'll we'll live with it for a week and then of course talk about all the the changes and all the cool stuff that's happened uh new sounds in the nether really creepy people screaming and stuff it's really cool stuff Oh, oh, and also, uh, you know, the ghasts, the big yeah. uh, octopus-looking or jellyfish or whatever. Yeah. Um, they shoot uh, huge firebombs at you 
and you can deflect them. You can right click and bounce them right back so as if it, you're as if like you're a pyro. pyro. Yeah, hey. you bounce them back and they take damage from them. So you can maybe actually kill them. Yep. Nice. Well, you can already kill them with arrows. It'll take a lot of arrows, but right. you can bounce these things back. Boom, they die. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Uh, yeah, Do they so. drop anything? Uh, you know, or did it drop anything for you? Uh, you, you I, I killed one, but it was over lava, so it fell, and I couldn't get to it. So okay. I, I don't know yet, but we'll we'll, we'll find out. We'll I know mean, next. Like week. you said, right, this is really new, so we're not going to yeah. really be able to tell anything of you know that's yeah. real on it. Yeah. Um, and I I can't wait to see what's going to be on the multiplayer and when it'll be on the multiplayer. I know there's a lot of stuff going on, on the server right now. Apparently, everybody's an admin or something. Well, right now, as we speak. The portal stuff does not work on multiplayer. So you can't make a portal at all and go to the other. No. Place. Oh well. Yeah, no. It kind of takes fun out of it, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but oh, well, you, you can I, fish, you know. But uh, you know, we'll check all that stuff out. I, I did want to make a new uh, avatar for uh, our new skin for my avatar for today or for tomorrow, and I might still do it if I get enough time. But I'm just gonna take the one I have now. And then add like a little, you know, like mask of some sort, like a Frankenstein oh, or nice. something. I'm a Frankenstein right now. I just or, grabbed one on the skin decks, but yeah. Maybe I'll put your face on me. Nice. Creepy. Oh, Eric, but in my clothes. <laughs> uh, also this week, uh, Notch and the team of Minecraft developers will be moving into their new office on January 1st. You heard it here first, guys. Probably not, but yeah, <laughs> unless you have, hey. Uh, so that's really cool. Also, there was an interview on uh, Develop Magazine. This is uh, uh, just one question. I, I thought this was worth noting. The question to Notch was, what are the challenges in keeping people interested in the coming months? How do you keep up the momentum and avoid becoming a fad? And he says, once we get the company up and running, we will hopefully ramp up development speed a lot and get the multiplayer mode fu- fully functional. Once that's in place, I think there's a huge potential in competitive multiplayer modes like Capture the Flag and so on, which should keep people, including myself, interested in a long time. For the single-player game and co-op game, I plan on adding some some kind of overarching narrative to the game to drive the player forward and provide a sense of direction. And add many new features like monster monster towns and alchemy. That, that right there, really cool. That right there just revealed a ton of new stuff that that's in the works. Monster towns, what? Alchemy, what? But uh, most importantly, well, to me, lore. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you know. I I kind of hope he doesn't go uh, too MMO on this, like where it becomes like some kind of you know World of Warcraft. I really want him to stick to the basics of creating things. Like, everything that he makes, I hope it's a creation. Like, I can see Alchemy being really good with that. You know, you start combining these different things, you yeah. know, uh, to make whatever. Uh, but, you know, in a year, I would love to be where there's, like, you know, a million recipes. Like, where he doesn't tell them all or whatever. And so, like, you can, like, figure out things and find new things. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be able to discover recipes and things like that. You know, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I could see that. And all of a sudden, you're the person who found out how to build a car, you know, yeah. a functioning car, you know. But then you add it to the wiki, and then everybody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but you that's could, okay. You, you know. know, now it's the uh, you know the the Fullerton. You know, instead of driving around a Ford, right? <laughs> he, you're the first person who figured out how to make a car. So 
instead of putting it on the wiki, you tell people, you know, uh, hey, give me five bucks and I'll tell you how to make a car. <laughs> five so bucks. You're basically selling a car, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, would you buy a car for five bucks right now? Sure. I mean, what about a speedboat? Wait, are you talking about endgame items in now? Endgame, yes. <laughs> I would buy a dolphin. <laughs> or maybe a lava bunny. You, you heard it. You need to get a plush dolphin that gives you an in-game dolphin mount, and Eric will give you 25 bucks. Yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> Do we want to elaborate anything in that news? I think that was probably pretty pretty good. Yeah, I mean, oh, the biggest oh, oh, news is... The competitive thing. That That's that's something I wanted to say real quick was he, he sees huge potential in competitive multiplayer like Capture the Flag. Crazy. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Like, well, we've already got competitive stuff, right? Spleef. Spleef, yeah. I don't no. think we ever mentioned that, but that that's uh, one one community created game that you can play yeah. within Minecraft, where you basically uh, just have a platform of one block. Everybody's standing on one block thick platform, and you go, uh, you put two people in the ring or more, and then you go around uh, smacking blocks under the people's feet and try to make them fall, and that's really the game. Last man standing wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that. That is a game. It could be competitive. Yeah, uh, but I, I kind of, I kind of hope Minecraft doesn't go competitive the way that, say, Team Fortress Two. It, it was. It's kind of um, Team Fortress Two is very, you know, silly, kind of casual and laid back, and you know, not to be taken seriously. Yeah. And then the competitive uh, play came in and kind of really. Uh, may, it, the whole community kind of got more serious and and stuff, you know. And I, I would yeah. hate to, I would hate to lose some of Minecraft's charm because of so much competitive play. Or, or you know, I, I think leave it in the hands of of the users of the game. Like I guess what I'm saying is, I want him to concentrate more on building the tools, right? And then let us build what we want to build with those tools, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if you be, if he if he gives us the the blocks. The, you know, the founding blocks to be able to do things uh, like gears and things like that, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just opens up a whole new world of, you know, of just everything. So, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, like, like tools, uh, like you be the director. Oh, man. Like quests and stuff. Like, what was the what was the RPG game where you set up your own, where you're the GM? Oh, uh, Neverwinter Nights? Yes. Yeah. If he does something like, like that, gives you those kind of tools, you can create NPCs and storylines yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's that. what, I guess, at one point, that's what I was talking about, making robots, right? Mm-hmm. If you could make a robot and then tell, okay, the robot says this whenever, you know, someone comes up to him and, yeah. you know, clicks them or whatever. Trips his sensor. Well, you could, you know, give your robot a costume or something, right? Yeah. You basically make a robot that looks like the default avatar, but you can then skin him. Or give him a skin of some sort. Right. And all of a sudden, you could make a play. Like, how cool would it be if someone built a playhouse and then could actually build these robots that actually (laughs) acted out a play? And you could sit in the audience and actually watch a play in-game that no one was actually doing. It was all robots. That's intense. I mean, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Huh. And then you could make movies and film them. You know, you're you can make a haunted, be, haunted house right now. You could be like, go yeah. back to, uh, you know, go back to uh, uh, pl- first place or whatever you call it, you know. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I'll let that sink in. All right. Ready for this? Sightings. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, my God. It's so intense. And this week, we got some sightings here. Ah, uh, the first sighting is very 
exciting. This is uh, minecraftapp.net. This is a third party. This is not, uh, is it uh, Mojang? Mojang? Mojang specifications? I don't know how to say the company name. Mojang. Mojang. Uh, th- uh, anyway, minecraftapp.net. This is um, this is development for Minecraft on the iPod, iPhone, whatever. What? Really? Pretty crazy. It's Java. Why not? All right. That would be really Pretty cool if cool. you could do that. Uh-huh. Just play on your iPad and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And uh, apparently th- they got the okay from Notch, and uh, they're developing it. Uh, right now, if you go to the website, you just you have a picture of an iPhone with you know minecraft in it so it's like <laughs> yeah. you know coming soon whatever under development i i hope his yeah you can do it is yeah you can do it if i get a buck for every two bucks you know you make <laughs> yeah and maybe they worked out a deal <clears throat> i don't know i hope they did because he you know he deserves i just know that i saw a tweet or an article somewhere saying that he has nothing to do with it this is a third party right so. well, that's I, cool. if i was I, if i was him i would say no, let us do it, right? It's yeah. already in Java. Like, he's already creating this thing to be uh, cross-platform. Yeah, because, man, if that hits, you know, iPhone, iPad. They'll be as rich or richer than, than Notch himself, right? They, they could be, yeah. I mean, depending on what kind of deal they have worked out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've already seen some apps on there just that are kind of like – you know, helpers or whatever that probably have all the blocks. Cause I haven't, I think there's a couple free ones and I've been meaning to get them. Uh, Cause I think that might be something good and useful to uh, put in sightings. So I'll, I'll yeah. check out a few of those next week and report back. Yeah. Okay. I'll None of the too. pay for ones though. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> those are the ones that I think it's silly to pay for, right? The ones that you're just giving me a wiki basically. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, I do have a browser on the phone itself. <laughs> Right. Here's how to make a ladder. Yeah. Isn't that worth $3? Yeah. I'll get the free ones all day long, though, baby. Yeah. And uh, another sighting here is the real-life Minecraft trailer. You know, I meant to... Have you seen this? I'm not sure. I saw one trailer uh, was it, was a while it ago. Was it real-life, like, you know, actors? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Darn. I meant to show you this before the show. Anyway, Should and I hate sitting here... I hate sitting here trying to explain videos, because it's pretty dumb, but... It's it's uh it's it's real life, right? It's a trailer for you know it's a mock trailer for for a yeah. fake movie, but it's using real actors and it's it's funny. It's really well done and it's real short. It's like a minute or something. You know, my, my, Chris and I went to see the Avett Brothers last night, and on the way back, I was talking to her, and I thought it would be hysterical to do a skit where it's like uh we use the chief right, and it's like maybe you even you and the chief, and you're explaining Minecraft to the chief. Right. How bizarre. But the chief is like back in like whatever year, you know, Indians were, you know, <laughs> Indians and cowboys and there was no Minecraft or computers or any technology really like that. And so you're sitting there trying to explain Minecraft to the chief and he's like, what are you talking about? This, Blocks? This isn't computer. a dream? No, I just, I oh, <laughs> I thought it would be a funny skit. Oh, bizarre. It is bizarre. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I just derailed the whole podcast for that idiocy. So let's move on to okay. something we like to call resources. Resources. Okay. Uh, you want to read this first one? Oh, these are emails. Oh, yeah, a lot of people sent in resources. This is good. Okay. This one's from uh, the Octagon. He says, uh, I've been toying around lately with some 
planning materials for my Minecraft builds. Being a designer in real life, I almost always use sketching as a starting point for designs. I've found standard graph paper somewhat limiting when it comes to planning as you have to sketch sketch top-down views, cross-sections, and sometimes oblique views to capture the whole idea. That's where isometric graph paper has come in handy for me. You'll find some at the following link and several formulas if you prefer to print it out or import it into your image vector editor of choice. And uh, we'll put that link in the <laughs> Did you say journal. formulas instead of formats? Uh, no, I said formulas instead of formats. So I've oh, never heard know. of isometric gra- graph paper, but it's like, it's, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's like building 3D cubes. It's like yeah. a graph paper with diagonal lines instead of straight lines. Okay. Right. Well, there's a combination of, of horizontal and vertical, but, uh, you know, diagonals. And right. Anyway, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. This is probably really old news for, you know, engineers and stuff or designers, whatever. All right. So here's another one from G. Zecco on the server. Oh, Echo Z. Echo Z. Very nice. E- Echo dot Z. Echo dot Z. Oh, it's <laughs> fanatically, right? <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, very nice sphere templates uh, for an even wider variety of sphere sizes. Loving the podcast. Thanks so much for everything. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Woohoo. So this is really cool. So it's a sphere template. Last week, I think I talked about a circle template. So this is an, an entire sphere one, which is cool because right now, I'm building a, a, a parachute. Um, it, it, I'll talk about it next week. But but basically, you can build domes with this. You know, you can build anything that's round. Uh, and it's it's kind of I mean, it's pretty time consuming because it tells you each layer. Like you know, build layer one like this, layer two like this, layer three like this. You know, from the top down. And and when you're done, you built this sphere. Now, is this the one that actually has the program that will spit out those templates for you? Uh, no, this is actually just a chart um, or a series well, of charts. Okay, because I, I know someone, I don't know if it's uh, Echo.Z who posted it, but there was a link uh, in the Minecraft forums to a topic. That's why I've seen it might be this topic. Oh. And it has a program, and I downloaded this program to try it out, but you can actually put in the size of your blocks and um, how tall you basically want the sphere to be, mm-hmm. and then it will just spit out a, uh image with each layer like that for oh. whatever size you want from, you know, like, you know, 10 size to like all the way diamond. to, you know, 128. Oh, okay. You, well, I guess you can't do that because of the adminium, but right, whatever uh, fills up the entire space. Yeah, of, say one twenty yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, you know, that's that's an awesome hmm. tool, and it was very small. I mean, there, you know, wasn't much, no bloat on it really. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and another one here is uh, minddraft.com. This is for creating uh, like blueprints and stuff of your creations before actually building them. And this is like an HTML5 web app. So you just go to the website, and it's a painter program right there. You can choose from all the existing, you know, textures from the game, and just kind of build something. And you know, and make is it a in blueprint. a 3D space? Or? It's not actually. It's a 2D space. Okay. Uh, so you I, do like the front or something, or in the top, and like. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of like graph paper, really. Um, but graphical, so I mean, it's really however you want to represent your building. I guess right. you could do a couple. You could do the the left, the top, the you know, the bottom, the whatever. Yeah, it's still. You I know? mean, if it has all the the different blocks, or that's that's yeah. cool that yeah. you can do it like that. So. so, and it's free and easy, right? You don't have to install it. It's just right in your browser. So that's really cool. I'll have to try that out for a few things. 
Uh, so let's see here. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Chewy, what what are we gonna talk about next? That's right, listener contributions. Listener contributions. <laughs> From Slade, I heard a Death Star project was happening. Where and when? I want to see it. He's very demanding, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> we Go to our forums, which are at deadworkers.com slash community, and look for the Minecraft forum, uh, or the Shaft forum. Crap, I don't know which. I guess it's Minecraft. I it? think it's Minecraft. Um, anyway, there's a projects folder in there, and it's probably in there. Yeah. I'm almost positive it's in there. Okay. So go look, see what, what's going on with there. We're, we're still kind of in works and deciding exactly where... Uh, we were kind of waiting for biomes and, and stuff like that server to, uh, uh, I don't know. We kind of want to go way off in a corner somewhere and, and break off a corner that we empty out completely from top to bottom, <laughs> you know, from, Yikes. from sky to adminium and then, uh, build it in there. Uh, so that way we can actually build space, like basically build a wall of obsidian or something that would be the space. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and and poke holes in poke it. Poke holes through it so you can see <laughs> you stars. Know, stars. Yeah. And then you can build, you know, the Death Star would probably be a portion of it. I would love to build, like, a big Death Star that you could actually then build rooms and, like, build the interior. Of. Oh, so it would be like a community at that point. Yeah. Right? You could open it up, maybe set some rules. Yeah. Ah, and you say, okay, like yeah, that. maybe we build some floors, main hallways on floors, and you can build yourself, but it can only be, you know – four high so you don't knock through the next layer yeah exactly uh something like that but yeah it it will be a long and arduous process fancy and this one comes from crowface from reddit this is a dream that he had nothing to need some background music okay go nothing too unusual it was just like being in the game Perfect fidelity to the sights and sounds, especially the sounds. However, the sound, sa- <laughs> whatever. What stands out most about my dream was the new mobs. Shut your mouth. The first was a slime. No big deal, right? Except it burrowed through the ground to come get me. Okay. The second one, creepers, flying creepers. Seriously, a horrifying GD nightmare. Anyway, basically, he had a dream about new mobs, one that burrowed through the ground to get him. That is really creepy, but an awesome idea. I love that, right? I mean, yeah. you can like maybe see the, the, the blocks kind of like raising and coming towards you. Oh, that's creepy. That would be kind of cool. Uh, and then flying creepers. You know what? There already, I guess, is one, right? I mean, you know, it's, oh. I mean, a ghast. Has anybody built a, like a dune worm? In Egypt, can they do? Would they do that in Egypt, or do they have to make a new place? Ooh, no, they could do that in Egypt. That be uh, awesome. Yeah, big worm coming out. Oh, it's like its jaw yeah. and sucking that, like, down tremors. maybe a uh, huh? Remember Tremors? Yeah, the movie? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. Anyway, okay, um, the next one. This one's from um, uh, Mittens Kittens. Mittens Kittens. Out of the Halloween update, what are you most looking forward to? Me personally, it is. It has to be the new creep they are adding into the game, the ghast. Uh, especially since apparently he's m- made it even more unfair before it's even entered the game. Also, pretty swayed by the new blocks he's adding to the game. There's six being added, five bring their own physics to the game. Also, this needs to be cleared up because I'm confused about something. 
what days is the shaft being recorded and what day is it being released? Because I, I can't find out what days it is. And as far as I know, you haven't told us listeners. So any chance of enlightening us, you jerks? <laughs> he didn't put jerks, but I called myself a jerk for you because you probably want to. Because it's probably my fault because we... I'll go ahead and answer this one first. Um, we were trying to do it on Fridays during lunch, uh, but honestly, uh, the artists in us decided we did not want to cram the beautifus podcast into 30 minutes, is w- which we would have to do <laughs> yeah. uh, to get back to lunch and, and or get back to work and stuff. So, I love it. We're artists. Artists. Cool. Miners. Cool. I don't know. Young, <laughs> young artists. And so we decided to do it on Sundays, I think. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So we're going to do it on Sundays for the most part. We decided this week we're skipping Sunday because it's Halloween. And, like, who's going to be sitting in a room recording audio on Halloween? Yeah. Not us, Jack. So I don't know why I'm talking like <laughs> Not us, Jack Wagon. <laughs> anyway, so, so uh, Mr. Spruce Goose, we're doing it on Saturday instead. Uh, so it's different for this show. We recorded it on Saturday. And then we release on Mondays. Mondays. Monday morning at 4 a.m. CST, to be specific. Uh, we, we record. We release all of our shows at 4 a.m. Central Standard Time. So every Monday, new episode. And that's GMT minus six. Did you just say that? No. Okay. But I'm, you did. I don't, so it's been said. It's been read, his email. And now somebody's going to be fed, and that's uh, McCock. Wait, we forgot to... Uh, oh, man. Wait, he, just, he just... He made me say macaque on oh, the air. Oh, his name? Yeah. Wait, we didn't we didn't answer his first uh, oh, question. Yeah, yeah. Before Which we get was, to my- what are you most looking forward to in the Halloween update? Well, I know what I was I was looking forward to, right? It's already out now, but I was looking forward to the ability to hide the HUD because he said that he was going to do Notch, the creator. He said he was going to add that functionality. And I'm, I was really excited because I have this video that needs to be filmed. I could have filmed it this week or last week, but I'm, I waited for the, for the update. And now that it's out, I don't see any way to hide the HUD. And by the HUD, I mean everything like the nameplates. Yeah. Above people, you know. And maybe he was, he, he might have just been saying, oh, look, I'll, I'll do that eventually. Yeah. Uh, so. And now this this next guy, I don't know if he did this on purpose. Oh, well, I didn't oh, answer yeah. the what's question. It? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what what's your? I, I wanted to to, uh, to make pumpkins. Oh, pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted to carve a pumpkin. Oh, in yeah. game. Hmm. I have fun with that stuff. Hopefully, you can do that. I I don't know yet. Um, I will see when I get home. Yes. And I'll report on my Twitter. <laughs> so wrong. Okay, so you want to read this next one from Macaque? I don't know how it wrote in without me knowing. Is that his name? That's how I'm reading it. M a c a u q e. I think it's French. Macaque. Macaque. I don't know. Macaque. He says, first off, I would like to say that your podcast is freaking awesome. Yeah, baby. We like you, Macaque. I always love Macaque. That was all caps. Lots of exclamation points. Anyway, I was wondering, have any of you ever been on uh, on something inside a completely enclosed area where there are no ways in, not a single opening, and then you turn around and a chicken is in there? <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me before. I was digging in my mine shaft. Shaft. And the doors in my house. <laughs> my cock was in your shaft. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> I'm three, people. I'm sorry. I'm three and a half. 
and the doors in my house were all closed when I came back up. Then there was a chicken jumping around. Can animals randomly spawn in your house, or can they open doors? It's happened to me on a number of occasions. (laughs) So I've just started putting them in cages, fencing them in. Also, if you had a basement in your house and it is completely dark with no torches or any sort of light coming in, would monsters have a chance of spawning there? Because... It would be wicked to have a zombie farm. Thanks, guys. Loving the podcast and all the good work. All I know is Notch needs to make two things to make my three-year-old's dream come true. He needs to make duct tape and gerbils or hamsters, either (laughs) one, just so I could duct tape gerbils and put them in the shaft. We can talk about that. And I'm sure he'll get right on that. So what was that question? Uh, So so can farm animals, uh, chickens especially, just spawn anywhere? I I believe that's how that works, right? I mean... I think so, because I'll be looking around all suddenly there's stuff there and, and, you know... Mostly in single player. Uh, I haven't really seen any farm animals spawning inside an enclosed area in multiplayer yet. I, I know I've seen that in single player. Uh, but I would assume they probably do in the chat room. Al- Alton Toth says uh, spawn on grass in daytime only, uh, w- which makes sense daytime. And uh, and yes, creeps and, and mobs and stuff like that uh, they they do spawn in darkness because on a number of times I've been in a cave where there you know there's like a dead end. I'm walking towards a dead end that I know there's no way in or out. I go back da- down there and see a freaking <laughs> skeleton or something. Oh no, like a mob, like okay. a you know bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I remember jumping down in, into my shaft in single player, and there being a skeleton there beating me up. All up in your and shaft. I don't know what to do, like because I haven't played single player enough that like I just jumped back down and then tried to like smack him, and then he <laughs> killed me again, and I was like, well, I'm gonna go back to the multiplayer game. And all your inventory's laying at the ground. Well, and I logged out, so it's probably gone, right? Or does it save your inventory when it's on the ground in a single player? Ooh, I don't want to answer that because I might get it wrong. It's a good question. We'll answer it next week because we'll do <laughs> tests and studies, yeah. and and we'll remember will to send do that. It in. <laughs> yeah, and if we don't, you will because we know you guys have memories like rabbit hamsters. <laughs> so the next one we have. Uh, is from MindRail, who says, I find when deep shafting, it's quickest to set home to the top of the area you want to dig deep at, then dig one square deep all the way to adminium. When at the bottom, just slash home to get back up and then hit the next square to dig. Some people prefer TNT to do their deep shafting, but I don't like wearing protection. So that makes sense. So, so you, uh, you're drilling one square at a time. You go to the top, drill down. Go back to the top, move over one, drill all the way down. No, go back I, up. The yeah. one thing I would change in that is I would move either two or maybe even three over to maximize the space that you're seeing when you go down. Because if you go down directly next to the one you just dug, well, you already dug there. So you see that block, right? Mm-hmm. And so you just basically wasted that dig because you have a whole line. How many blocks is that? That's 64 blocks. You didn't actually get a chance at new stuff. Are you talking about, like, hitting two columns on your way down? or just No, no, no. Just like, okay, you dig straight down one, right? Right. And now if you dig right next to it, well, that column you just dug, mm-hmm. that's 64 blocks that you don't get a chance at any new stuff there, right? Right. Now, if you jump two blocks over, or really three you'd have to go because you already see that 
one that you would oh, have Oh, are dug. you talking about like mining for for minerals? Yeah. Uh, okay, you know, I was thinking he was doing this as a construction type thing, oh, yeah. as excavation. But, you know, uh, I guess either true. way, uh, if you're actually looking for minerals, I guess. And he's actually in the chat room. <laughs> he, he said he was talking about just just uh getting big holes done he likes getting <laughs> big holes so yeah and and if you do have tnt you know i did find out that tnt does uh when it's contained it does uh a cube around it right of nine, yeah yeah nine. uh so and that's how i i do it I, I put a block in there and then close the hole up i do that too yeah uh yeah it Dig makes a two perfect in, cube put your block in yeah yeah close it up it's kind of cool yeah Anyway, so nine, these are all great questions. I just want to say, are these? Is this a good pick? Was that yeah. sarcasm or no? Or, no, I, uh, I really okay. like all these. So good picking and good sending yeah. and good digging in the Excellent. shafting. All right, so uh, this is, this one is uh, kind of um, hostile. Well, maybe I don't know. Ooh. Anyway, this is uh, from Askier from Reddit. All people. Hey, let's do this. Hmm. We've been reading them back and forth. Let's read this one at the same time. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Do we want to say his name first? Askier. <laughs> From Reddit. Reddit. All people do in multiplayer is build stupid S that, <laughs> that hold no interest for me. SMP servers are ugly. All the natural beauty of the Minecraft world is gone and replaced with god-awful ugly-ass <laughs> structures and, and giant, giant Mario characters. characters. He's right there, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a perfect example of what happens, happens when you let a regular people design a game level. level. It, it looks, looks like trash. trash. <laughs> Minecraft should be a game of dragon layers. Dragon layers? Small villages, dark towers, mines, caves, the adventure of wonder and beautiful minecraft world not another ugly pointless maze of physics defying cobblestone structures all over the place angry hey that was pretty good yeah i like that let's do that every once in a while so he got pretty angry this is kind of like um you know going to uh second life and looking around it's like oh my god it's so ugly it's just trash and there's no design and I think uh, I think he's right about that. If, if I mean, sh- certainly there are a lot of servers where it's just like y- you just give the freedom to anybody to go. Okay, build what you want. I don't care. You know, there's no right. moderation. There's no nothing. Our Tortuga Port City is kind of like that, but we certainly have areas where there are codes. You know, I've mentioned it a million times. There's one in Egypt. Now there's one in Matt's town. There's one in. Uh, I mean, there's one all over the place. There's, yeah. It's called. You know, it's like a closed. Um, what is it? Uh, well, and, and like to defend covenants? Tortuga a little bit, it's really a beautiful place. I think if you're looking yeah. at Tortuga, uh, well, yeah, we we did tear down some stuff that was just way too ugly to exist. Well, yeah, the strip club got demolished. Yeah. Sorry, Cheetah. I blame uh, <laughs> the guy <laughs> who rhymes with Headster. Oh three, um, but uh, yeah, so it's like. I mean, I, I agree to some aspect, but I think there can be beauty out of chaos. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, but I also, you know, some of the, if you have an area that is just, hey, this is where we're putting our 8-bit stri- sprites, uh, then it's probably going to be a kind of cool looking area too. 
Yeah. But you know you're there to look at that, right? Yeah. Now, I can understand if you're walking around Tortuga and there's a, you know, and, and Space Invader, you know, just in the sky, I'd be like, okay. But, you know, uh, a weird little argument that he brought up was the fact that he says it takes away all the beauty of the natural land that, you know, Minecraft has. Well, now he's talking about, like, why why even go to a multiplayer server if you're interested in, in the beauty of natural Minecraft? Yeah. Like, play single player and just walk around all day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. And, you know, if you want to find the natural stuff, uh, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to join any server and not be able to find it. I mean, the place can be huge. All you got to do is pick a direction and start walking. Yeah. You know, Johnny does that all the time, and he finds some amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I understand the point, and I do agree to some extent, but I also think you're missing a lot of what multiplayer is by just, you know, debasing it down to that. Yeah. So give it another try. Come on over to our server. Yeah. It's hosted by uh, Minecraft.com with a Y. Dot com. Uh, next, we got one from our viewer, uh, Hippogriffham. Hip- Hippogriff Ham? Yeah. yeah. We, cool. Bacon cool theme. We love bacon themes. <laughs> uh, I think there is a definite problem with the red dust and diamond rarity. I was playing Minecraft and kept getting bucket loads of the red dust over and over. I only have found about two to three diamonds in the game my entire time playing. I think the creator of Minecraft should switch the rarity around on those two materials. Uh, the reason why it should change is because there are only about two items right now that use red dust, which are are the compass and the red torch. The diamond, on the other hand, is a lot more useful in my uh, preference. So there is not enough of it. Please tell me your viewpoints on the subject. I, I agree with that statement. <clears throat> because playing single player... And, you know, I don't play a lot of single player, but I am now because of the, you know, the patch and stuff anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just way too rare. You go through diamond picks too fast, and it's just like, I mean, you need diamonds like crazy all the time. But red dust, like, I mean, it's way special stuff that you're making there, like rigging up doors or explosives or something. It's just kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, they, they should totally be swapped. I, I like that there is a rare mineral out there. It makes it way more cool when you find it, and it makes it uh, great to trade to people on multiplayer servers and stuff like that. So having a rare commodity is awesome. But but I agree, like, should they up the diamond a little bit? Do you think if they up the durability of the diamond picks that that would fix that? Like, mm-hmm. I like it that it's so rare, but, you know, if you get it and then by the time you find another diamond... Uh, you know, you've already worn out your pick. That seems pretty pointless. It's like, yeah. then when did you use your dang diamond pick, right? You're like, no, I'm just going to use the the iron picks and, and just make those over and over again because I can find iron, you know, 10 times faster or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, I think just the durability change itself, I would say even a diamond one, maybe you just make it where it never goes away, you know? Mm. I mean, right now that would... It would kind of blow the game out of the waters because once you've made your, you know, your four diamond implements of destruction, you wouldn't need any more diamonds, really. Right, uh, right. So maybe there needs to be some durability on, on there or something like well, that. Well, so you're talking about armor. You're talking about oh, that's true. Um, that's true. swords, axes, all that stuff. So you're talking about a lot of stuff that can be made with diamond. That's true. And, it, and, and if you go that way, it's like, 
that's really special stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's keep it around for a lot longer. Or maybe if he introduced some kind of way to repair stuff. So yes. instead of losing your diamond pick, if you use one diamond, you can fix it, right? Instead of having to use, what, three? It's three it, for diamond It is pick, three. Right? Three along the top, yeah. Uh, so maybe if your pick was getting low, you could use one diamond to repair it. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, I mean, that nice. saves you two diamonds, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then the penalty, you know, for breaking it is the fact that you got to use three now instead of one. So, right. So you got to watch it. Uh, I think that would be fair. Uh, and and then you you know I think add some uh, a little extra to the game right mm-hmm. little little extra stress that's what <laughs> I says you can hire me too uh, all, all I'm gonna say is uh, I work pretty cheap not so uh, just holler on over and I'll holla that, that's kind okay. of a joke but you know if you really didn't call me you want me to work for it it'd probably be yeah, on that. Real fast. Um, anyway, so we got some shout outs here. Yeah. Uh I guess we're closing up the show. Some shout outs to closing uh, up the shaft. Crafthub.net. Those are the guys that run the awesome blog that have all kinds of crazy stuff to look at, videos, uh paper wallpapers. Uh they have a section called Crazy that's just like stuff that blows you away yeah they they keep their site pretty up to date i mean like oh it changes all the time you know when i saw us getting hits uh from the site i went over there to look see you know what was giving us those hits yeah and, and i saw they did a little article on us and i was like oh that's really cool yeah sent uh, a lot of a lot of traffic our way so and like 10 minutes later the article is like down the page because they had already posted like two new things like right after and i was like wow i was like that's awesome yeah, that they, yeah. you know they're they're on top of a lot of different stuff so that's really cool yeah and uh the uh in-game name guard he came uh, from crafthub.net. Uh, he he is crafthub.net, or maybe I don't know. He works there. He he blogs there. I don't know. Anyway, really cool guy. He came on the server and checked it out and everything. Oh, cool. So uh, so I talked to him a little bit, and he was like, "Show me something cool. What's cool?" So we had him warp it all over the place. Like, show him this. Show him that. Uh, and then uh, man, we have like you know last last week and the week before, I was like, I swear I'm gonna mention some iTunes names on the show because. You know, we get we we got so many iTunes reviews, and, and like I want to thank everybody, week, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them. Do, do we want to like go over these and like you say one, and I'll say the next one, and then we just well, I broke it up into two sections. You read uh, uh, from the top there, okay, and then I'll read from uh, from the midway down. But we'll do it at the same time. We'll get through these. There's like more than fifty of them. Like at the here. exact same time. Yeah, so we'll just shout them out. Okay, because okay. I promised I would say your name on the air, so we're gonna do it. Ready? Ready? Go. Alan Cook, Slade Adams, Ron Slack, Captain Awesome, Random, John Bartel, Jonathan Bloom, David Johnson, Ham, Panzer T, Matt Holy crap. Dang. Okay, so that was a lot of people. And I wanted to say thanks to everybody giving us iTunes reviews. Oh, God, that was awesome. And finally, 
from Octagon. I checked out the Raw Critics server after hearing about it on the Shaft. The players there were friendly, and the scenery was as incredible as you described. I mentioned I heard of their server on your show, and while they hadn't heard of the Shaft, they seemed intrigued and flattered. Very cool. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, rawcritics.com. They they have a cool server. Schwing! Schwing! All right. Well, was that the end of our Halloween update? It's like a two-hour-long podcast. It's been uh, a long one, huh? Yeah, it might have been a long one. What, what did you think about this one? <laughs> I thought the same thing. Nice and chewy. So, uh, awesomer than lava bunnies. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you can give us a call. Give us some audio and stuff. You know, we'll play it on the air just like we did today on this episode. Call us at 256-812-1010. And uh, look for new episodes every Monday. Uh, check out twitter.com slash the shaft podcast to see uh, things like when we're going to stream and when we're doing live streams of us playing Minecraft and looking around the server and stuff like that. It's fun. Oh, and boy. we will get you onto our server as soon as possible. Let us get the server back up and running after the patch and uh, add on set on keep adding your name and agreeing to the stuff in the forums uh, in the sign up list and we will work to get you added as soon as possible sorry it's taking so long blame the stupid griefers yeah so that'll do it for episode 5 happy Halloween and happy mining congratulations you made it through The Shaft alive see show notes and leave comments for this episode at theshaft.deadworkers.com Send questions, comments, and audio to the shaft at deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at 256 812 1010. Hello, I'm uh, Alberto, Minecraft Gamer Tag, K A I A O B. Oh, I'm so glad that you made a Minecraft podcast. I've been searching for weeks for one, and this is great. And I wouldn't have found out about Minecraft's creative server. Oh, mine will. Why? Minecraft create a server. Because I've been trying to create a server for a long time now. And the one on Minecraft.com with an I doesn't work. So, thank you. Anyways, I'll be waiting for your next episode. Bye. Hello there, you shafted little podcatchewers. My name is Meplup, and I would like to share one of my sightings to you. This takes place in one of my single-player files, where I'm currently building a lot of stuff. This occasion is located in one of my houses near Cliffside, where I wanted decided to build a spiral staircase inside my house up to the top, so I can grab some easy access to the view. This was quite a demanding and pretentious project. It was a 3x3 staircase, I used clean stone, half steps and all that good jazz. So it took about an hour to actually complete the task. But eventually I got to some dirt, and then grass, and then finally some sunlight. The sun was just about to rise when I finished the project, but while enjoying the vista, a spider suddenly jumped down at me, made me fall off the cliff and take loads of falling damage. But I just healed up, ran back through the staircase to get some vengeance on that son of a douche. However, 19 degrees is quite a sharp turn, and while running back, I cut a corner and oh my god there's a creeper. It was one of the most petrifying experiences I ever had in Minecraft, knowing that if this creeper would blow up, probably half of my staircase would be gone with it. But I eventually killed the creeper, taking one shot carefully, going around the corner, luring him back and taking one other shot until he dropped dead. 
However, the staircase was pretty high, and on my journey back, I did not only meet another creeper, but two more creepers, actually. I don't know why, but they seemed to fancy my staircase up quite a bit. But it was still frightful all the way through, because I just didn't want to lose my staircase I just made. But I made it back to the top, I was really proud of myself, took a breather, and then of course another spider jumps down on my head, I fall off the cliff once again, and almost dies once again. But that wasn't half as scary as the journey back through the staircase. The creeper is just a, such a scary creature in Minecraft. A game mostly about creating stuff, and having an enemy that actually destroys your stuff is just really aggravating. I think that he's silent and isn't killed by sunlight. I just hate the creeper. And I wonder if any of you have had a similar experience. I know you mostly play multiplayer, but I'm sure you've played some single-player games. And being killed by creepers sometimes. But this is Maplup, signing out. Yay. That was a good show. Are you clapping for the show? Yeah, I was clapping for the show. That's Yay. awesome, yeah. We should do a little clap after the show. Yay. <laughs> Dead Workers Party of Dead Work. The shaft for all ages.